welcome to Cheers to Beers, the podcast that lasts as long as the pint. I'm your host, Jess, and uh, today is another unusual, different sort of episode. <laughs> I've been kind of on a string of doing uh, kind of do some different formats and in terms of interviewing and talking to my friends and guests about beer. However, in this case, We uh, are not doing beer. (laughs) I am joined by the executive chef of Burgundian, Rhett Anderson, and the sous chef of Burgundian, Stephen Garfield. And uh, we are doing a chef's episode. So this episode is not going to last as long as the pint because uh, we are just drinking beer instead of talking about it. Uh, but I'm really excited. This is a great episode um, that really gets into the worlds of kitchens and the food industry from a perspective that I personally don't know anything about. And uh, while I focus on the drink aspect of the industry, the food is what makes up the other half of it. And it's just as important and just as fun to talk about. So uh, if you are a member of the food industry, maybe you work in a kitchen you're probably going to relate to everything we were talking about. <laughs> the conversation kind of comes off as a, it's kind of like a post-shift uh, conversation that you'd have with a coworker uh, drinking at the bar after work is done. Uh, although we get into some details about how, um, how kitchen life is and their stories of it, how they met and everything in between. Um, but I was just really happy to talk to Rhett and Steven. They are my friends, and which kind of is the reason why we just have good energy on this episode. Um, but they also have a really unique relationship. They they met while working in Olympia, Washington, um, in a kitchen, of course. Uh, they became best friends, and now they run the kitchen at Burgundian. Um, and, oh, yeah, are also housemates. So, <laughs> uh, and still love each other somehow. Um but their relationship is just really fun. So I was happy to get them on the mics. Uh, but unfortunately, I did have a little bit of uh, a malfunction with the equipment and uh, it was completely uh, user based. Um, so we started recording, uh, at least I thought we were recording and uh, instead we were not. And for the first uh, little while, I wasn't capturing any of our conversation. Uh, so we kind of had to do a little redo. Um, so you're going to be hearing us referring to the lost tapes. Um, that's us referring to everything we talked about before we we really got everything going. So um, FYI, uh, that's the scenario you're coming into. So yeah, this is kind of just getting into the psyche and the experience of a chef. Um, sorry, it's not a beer episode, but it's, you know, it's just as interesting and uh, the rule always applies to grab a beer and join. You should be uh, having a beer along with us. So even though this episode is not about beer, uh, you know, please still go to the blog, cheers to beers, um, Some cool event stuff that happened up there. Hard liver from this past year, which was super fun. Um, I do a little roundup of my favorite beers from the Barley Wine Fest uh, and some other stuff up there. So make sure to check that out if you're trying to get some beer content into your life uh my cat is trying so hard to get on my lap right now dude this is not gonna work you gotta chill and also uh for additional beer content follow me on instagram at just just dvd see where i'm drinking throughout the week 
And um, also, if you are already a listener of the podcast, or maybe this is your first time and you enjoy this episode, please rate and review, subscribe on the iTunes podcast app. Uh, it's it's just it's just cool to you know let other people know who might be interested in beer that you enjoy this stuff. Okay, enough of that plugging annoyingness. Uh, let's get to it. In this episode, we have a reverse quick takes where I try to guess some kitchen terms. We get to Rhett and Steven's origin story, the importance of having music in the kitchen, and bacon separators. You know what's up. Grab a beer and join us. Let's talk about food. Cheers. Most right. Yeah, I was telling Stephen before that I feel like I read. I've never seen you drink a beer before. It's, what? I don't know. I feel I'll like it's just. Right and I it's... said that uh, you're right. Like I'll drink, fucking drink I'll a beer right drink, now. I, I right in front of you, beer. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean like I drink beer. No, I, no, it's just that you, every time you don't like beer. You it's know. just no, I mean, it's always whiskey or like whiskey ginger. I you prefer know? not why, beer. That's I'm my influence. No, dude, I yes, know. Yes, it is. I know about it. It fucking is taking shots. That's me. I know, I know dude, because you can take a shot like you. a champ. Check, check. Oh my Do- god, I'm so nervous. Just kidding. <laughs> Does okay, it work? Good. It's ugh, fuck. This shit was fucking up, but I think I fixed it. And you know what? If take two doesn't work, then we're just gonna have to do this another time. Right, <laughs> right. We'll just hang out. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I got it going, so uh, hopefully it won't be an issue any longer. Okay, so what me and Stephen were just saying that is that. I was glad that we didn't play any of the games yet mm-hmm. because that would be really hard to recreate. Yeah. But maybe we'll just start off with those yeah. to like cool. get the energy good. back up. Yeah. Yeah. Try to get us back to where the fuck we were. I think so that's much energy right now. That it's seems fair. <laughs> it's probably because I've been drinking Red Bull. <laughs> Sugar free. I was just in Sacramento with my best friends and we ended up going to like this uh, German beer bar kind of place. Prost. And I have made all of my friends do underbergs because it's like oh, i just yeah. it's like a rite of passage in my y- mind yeah that's fair and i'm like y'all need to know how to do this so you their can be first cool. time so i've done i've had two of my good friends there's like four of us girls that are all best friends and um i've made two of them do them before <laughs> when they were at burgundy and visiting me uh-huh. in seattle yeah. um Wrong there. <laughs> so we ended up at this german beer bar and uh i was like we're a few drinks in and i'm like by the end of this night, I'm going to make sure that everyone does an underberg. And then I was like, wait, think about where we are right now. And I like <laughs> look to the bar and I see that there's boxes of them like on the bar. And I was like, yes. And I like ran and got some. I was like, yeah. everyone. I was like, let's do this. And I'm just the only one who's enthusiastic about it. Like everyone like, else is like, why are you like, so excited like, right now? I can't finish yeah. this. <laughs> oh, I can't finish this. <laughs> That's funny. I'm like, it doesn't burn. That's why it's good. And they're like, it still tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like shit. Oh man. Um, okay, so I'm. Uh, let's start with um, or let's go to this segment that is usually tales from behind the bar, but I'm gonna change it up and call it tales from behind the line. Okay. This is where you share stories, uh, like funny stories, horror stories, nightmare stories. Exactly. Yeah, Any memorable thing. That's probably more so. That has funny happened stories, to you. Funny stories are uh, also less present stories. in my mind than the. The, the horror stories, I suppose. <laughs> you just got to like black those out. <laughs> sort of, I guess. <laughs> or they're just like, they're nice. And the horror stories stick with you forever. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, any any fun stories from behind the line? 
Well, let's start out with something not a horror story. Okay. So, so this is the, this comes from where me and Steven used to work, and um, I've I've always uh, appreciated the fact that because when me and Steven worked together, even when we first knew each other, like it was really easy to work with him on the line, and we like both knew the line really well and muscle memory all came into play but like we could just dance around each other on the line and um you know do stuff uh and i remember at one point there's this like 18 year old kid that was working with us and one day after work he was like you know i really want to get to the point where you guys are because you know watching you just just you know i was working on the line with you but just watching you for a second like i want to get to the point where like uh, Steven can throw something behind his back and I will catch it, like maybe not even look over and right. catch it and then like use that in what I'm cooking and then like go just continue on with everything like nothing ever happened. And uh, anyway, well, that's the story pretty much. There's not much well, else to it, but. That just kind of makes me think about your guys' like relationship in the kitchen. Like that. I'm going to be like, we talked about this, even though that shit was (laughs) not recorded, but (laughs) kind of like you have to have, we, we mentioned an unrecorded material that may only exist in our memories at this point, but um, (laughs) how the the relationships that you have to have in the kitchen and the, the forms of communication you have to have. And it's like, I don't like, fuck, I don't even remember the point I was trying to make, but that kind of like that level of relationship that like does not exist yeah in other places like you are you not only are you working you are creating something but then also have to be aware of your surroundings and everything yeah. that's happening and you guys like know each other to the point where like you know each other's movement so well yeah that that interaction is just like second nature uh <laughs> can i take this one? yes please go for it um we talk about this a lot where we're training people up and and in some ways we're being self-aggrandizing. I I realize, <laughs> mm-hmm. but also like <laughs> definitely uh, one of the things that one of the things that I love most about working, like one my favorite part about being in the kitchen is when I'm fucking slammed. Mm-hmm. Like two days ago, even though that's the most during stressful President's part too. Day, I get it. when I w- like we I was fully in the weeds and like. There were just uh, there was a full rail and there's nothing you can do but like just try to go through it. But at the same time, like in that moment, I was like, "All right, let me put on my music and I'm gonna put it up and like dance it out and like (laughs) dance." But the thing is, like as the cooking is as I'm doing it, like I know my space and I know what I'm doing. So like as 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 I'm working everything is to the beat of the music mm-hmm. and, yes, and, and I can like go into my low boy or my <laughs> the, the fridge and like pull something out and then kick it closed as I'm turning around <laughs> and, and like spin a pan around in my, you know, like, I don't know. And it all becomes part of this dance and, and like you just dance your way through cooking all this food for these people that like enjoy it too. And so you're like, I don't know. That I feel that like I'm more aware of the the uh, dance, if you will, <laughs> that we were just talking about when you're working with somebody that you have worked with yeah. for a longer amount yeah. of time. Like when you're training people, it's harder to do stuff like that because you know you can't just spin around and know that they're not going to be in your way and you're going to knock into them or something because they also don't know how to dance around you. 
yet. It's funny. This is like, you know, talking front of house versus back house. I've had this exact conversation about working behind the bar because the bar is a contained space like the line is. And Mm -hmm. um, it's probably about the same amount of space. space. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which is fucking crazy because behind the bar, you only have two people max. Yeah. Um, And a friend of the I'm just going to start referring to Cole as friend of the podcast because he's been on here so many times. Friend um, of the podcast, Cole. Friend of the podcast, Cole. Um, <laughs> he'll say that anytime he has, he's used to working alone. So when he has a bar back or is like training someone, he's like, don't be in my fucking way. Because mm-hmm. if I turn to like grab a glass from the fridge, like, and you're there, you're, the glass drops, you know, obviously it yeah. breaks your flow. But it's the same way as someone who works behind the bar working with the lead bartender I learn his patterns mm-hmm. and I learn how to get out of the way and like where I need to be and like the flow of the tickets and where I should be positioned based on that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's, that's exactly, pretty much exactly the yeah. same as on a line. Yeah. yeah. You guys just have a little bit more going on. <laughs> well, and also look, the, the experience that you, you, it's like you said, you have to learn how different people work with yeah, each other with and, uh, you know, one of the things about like Rhett and I working together is we don't have to even say anything to each yeah. other. Like, totally, yeah. We'll be in the middle. We'll be in the weeds. We'll be. Ha- we'll have like sure. a full rail, and we'll be cooking for a full restaurant or something. But like, nobody has to say anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Just like, oh, Rhett's doing this, and I see that I need to do this, and then we like dance around, and we're singing the whole time. We're like, yeah. s- like oh, it, that's it, awesome. This is like okay. It's something I didn't get to get to in the lost tapes, but um, <laughs> the lost the tapes. tapes. It's like it's mysterious. <laughs> Show me known as the lost tapes. <laughs> like seriously though, um, is because working at Burgundian was my first positive food industry job experience. One of the things that really cued me into the energy and like the concept of teamwork and friendliness in general was going to the kitchen and having everyone in the kitchen sing. And it wasn't like you weren't playing you, you're playing like top 40 music, you know, you're yeah. playing music you're right. that like everyone knows. Yeah. So then anyone who walks back in the kitchen knows the song they want to yeah. start singing with you guys. And like <laughs> that kind of energy cool. is just like, it's so unique. And I think unique to kitchens in general, but also yeah. just food, food service in general. Uh, in a broader sense it's just like so much fun to be able to have that energy and like i don't know maybe you guys are like hella deep in the tickets but i don't even know because it's like fucking we're jamming (laughs) honestly i don't if if i weren't able to listen to music while we were doing these things like it would it would be completely different and i wouldn't be as good at what i'm doing honestly because like the like the whole like joy of cooking the joy of cooking. <laughs> the joy of cooking. But, <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, like, that it all ties together where it's, like, we're enjoying what we're doing. Yeah. And and at the same time, we're, like, singing, and, and we do better when we're having a good time. Yeah. Like, I know that. Yeah. I know that if... If we're if not I'm singing, then we're, like, really in the weeds or something. <laughs> right. Like focus. Right. And, <laughs> you know, but if I'm sim- singing some, like, you know, old school jams or whatever, old like school jams. club bangers that everybody knows. <laughs> club bangers. <laughs> like, then Blast then from the past. It, everything flows really mm-hmm. well. And, and I yeah. also think, too, that, like, the the ability to sing and not only be playing music, but to, like, actually be singing along, that kind of creates some energy and some space that you can, like, export some other shit because yeah you still have to be focusing on everything that's happening and you're still working but like 
I feel like singing might be another way to just Stress channel me. different energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. So you're not yelling at people. Instead, yeah, yeah. you that are exactly. yeah, <laughs> just absolutely belting out. Correct. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, you know, in those high stress moments when we're just getting so many tickets, like yeah. if you start singing along, it helps channel that stress into and other like things. Almost on relaxed. like a primal level, like the concept of singing that's like why we get goosebumps when uh, it's like gang vocals on a track and yeah. it's like only voices singing all together. And you're yeah. just like, yes, oh and you feel like God. so powerful. It's yeah. like singing is actually a communal thing that yeah. goes back to the well, right. <laughs> like roots like, of humanity. It, yeah, it's so like the, the synergy of it's why they go together so yes, well. That's yes, yes, dude. Well, and that's why like, <laughs> I mean, when I, a lot of the time when I'm working, it's like my phone yeah that is playing the music yeah it's and it's I, your, I i am like music. people are like oh this is what you listen to but i'm like no actually like if i'm not here at work this isn't yeah. what i'm listening to right <laughs> yeah but here i'm listening to what i think that everybody knows that everybody can so then like yeah, because because there is a certain like gelling of of energy uh, i suppose uh, uh, that is necessary to having like a busy service work out well you know and yeah it, and if like People are stressed out on the floor, and then they come back and they hear like, "Oh, Shaggy's playing." Or we're just and I'm like, just like oh. being fools and dancing around, singing on the line. Yeah. Stephen, the just other like day up. when you were singing like uh, "Get Low" in the Julia Child voice, that was like <laughs> yeah. the highlight of my <laughs> the day. Julia dude. Child voice. <laughs> That's the other thing. Like we we know all of those songs so well. Like sometimes we have to like just make fun of yeah (laughs) oh man half the time in a kitchen is just complete like ridiculous conversation or singing like in different accents and whatnot um on like a totally not restaurant food related note but Mm. um when I was on this like little girl's trip I just had in Sacramento um I'm sure you guys have seen around Ballard those brew bikes Mm-hmm. Where you like sit on it and everyone's pedaling and it like goes yeah. through. Okay, so I did that with my friends in Sacramento, and it was funny because it was four of us girls, and then there was like six other people who all knew each other. Mm-hmm. And um, our driver was like, "Yeah, we got like speakers. If you like have a playlist, like hand over the phone and we can play some music." So of course we were like, "Oh, we got this on lock." Yeah. So like Welcome, we're playing please. like fun stuff, you know, like top forty, whatever things mm-hmm. that like are jams. But I could tell this other group, I was like, they're going to fucking get on here and like play some country or something that's just like like, not even going to work for like the energy you need to be, you know, like pedaling down the street, you know? Um, So then we were kind of having like these passive aggressive music wars. um, (laughs) Until finally we gained the aux cord. And I was like, dude, I got the solution. I was like, we need a song that everyone gets fucking stoked on, that everyone knows the words to, oh which is... What was it? <laughs> no, what? What was it? Journey, Don't I, Stop that's Believing. That's what I was to say. It was, was Don't like, Stop Believing, wasn't it? Everyone gets stoked on that song. So I was like, dude, put this on, and it will like create this like, like community between us. So and it did, right? Yes. Yeah. Everyone, we're like screaming People the lyrics. People are crying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't Stop Journey. Believing. Uh... And I was like, that's what we needed, dude. We just like <laughs> needed that song to like bring all of our like humanity right. together. Yeah, yeah sometimes yeah. Uh, literally we put on Journey Radio. I do. <laughs> Yo, Super Journey solid radio station, by the Pandora. way. Fantastic. Yeah, it's always it is. like this like 80s like it's yeah. ballads and it's yes. like, <laughs> so good. There's uh, harmonies yeah. that you just don't find anymore. Yeah, fucking harmonies. <laughs> you just don't find that anymore. You just don't, <laughs> you don't find do. it anymore. 
Um, okay, so getting back uh, to to kitchen to b- stories from behind the line, <laughs> got okay. kind of like so. Stephen, any stories from you that are like kind of memorable or funny, nightmarish, or horrifying? Yes. Or, yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, okay. First one, pops to mind. It's not really much of a story. It's just that. Uh, so, in the lost tapes, <laughs> in the lost I, I sort of referred to this guy that I worked with who, like, when he was younger, like. In talking about how working on the line, like y- you end up having to bond with people that like yeah. you wouldn't have to otherwise, and, and who are crazy, and maybe you would be like, you're a terrible person, but then you work together, and, and so you have to sort of create. You have to learn how to a work positive together, relationship, yeah. and and he he was like that, and he sort of had reformed himself, but also you know every once in a while was like doing meth. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> every uh, once in a while. <laughs> so like, Just for fun. he he showed up one day. And was like, hey, look into my eyes. Do I look weird? And I'm like, oh, no. uh, well, I mean, I that. feel kind of weird now <laughs> because you're asking me that. But also your eyes are completely dilated and you, <laughs> no. you look crazy. You do. And, you I, and so I was like, yes, you look weird. And I had wor- I had opened that morning or whatever and he was closing and it was shift change. And, and But I was like, I'll just, I can work your shift for you. Are you okay? Like, do you need to go home? And he's like, no, no, I... I, I I think I got this, but like I did, I did like <laughs> you know, because he had done it a lot before and he was trying to do better, mm-hmm. but then was like, oh, I, I like did it last night, and <laughs> and then I was like, are you okay? And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so, I think so. And then so I left, and then I heard that like half an hour after I left, he just passed out on the line, <gasps> and EMTs had to come in and oh like take God. him out on oh the stretcher God. and shit. How scary. And I was like, I could have just worked. I, I, I was like, just let me, I'll work for you. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, what would you guys do, though, if you were just, like, working and then all of a sudden one of your line cooks just dropped? Like, what the fuck, dude? Because well, uh, we, we, we've been keep there. Keep working. The thing is, like, we, we, we've been there. We've had to <laughs> just, just let them just let them be for a second. No, like, okay, let's, let's call, you know, like, let's, what's going on? let's call Somebody 911. Let's take care of this because I still got a rail for and then, tickets. Yeah, and, and then we have to take care of business. But, like, I mean, I suppose it would depend on, first of all, like, if they fell on anything hot. <laughs> or if they just went straight down to the floor, yeah, no, they, they passed out and then dived <laughs> like into the deep fryer, fell asleep <laughs> on the line. Maybe at that point, I would just drag them off. If there was heat involved, maybe I would be more inclined to call nine one one immediately. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Obviously, if somebody passed out on the line, there would be phone calls going on. Have you guys had much experience with having uh, cooks just be totally strung out? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Most of my yeah. actually my because um, our industry my... seems to attract those people. Yeah. One that's of my that, mentors that actually. Fringe society. I'm talking right? about. Yeah. Fringe society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most definitely. Like m- maybe more than not actually. Yeah. In a lot of my experience. But but the crazy thing, and we've talked about this too, is that like with those people that we're working with that are strung out or whatever, they're like still they, doing their jobs. Yeah, they're doing their jobs and they're functioning. So I it's like it's, yeah, we're here in, in this job. capacity and we have to like do our job. And like maybe I'm noticing that you're like being kind of weird right <laughs> yeah. now. But at the same time, you're doing everything I need mm-hmm. you to do, and 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 we're putting out food and it's mm-hmm. great. And so. Then at that point, I'm like, in this work capacity, I can't actually right. be like, you're, 
yeah. this is a problem because you it is. You should isn't. leave, and I'm going to do this by myself. Yeah. No. No. Well, no. And like, not even from like a selfish perspective, but it's just like it's something we were talking about before is you you just do what you got to do. You come into work hungover. It doesn't matter. Like you're still working. It doesn't matter if you're partying all night. And right. and it's like the concept of like uh. Like you will come to work no matter what. Like you are dying yeah. unless you like that's like <laughs> the only reason. And yeah. like even me having an experience of having great coworkers who I can text and they'll be like, Yeah, I'll cover your shift, no problem. Like, even without that, there's still the like concept of I need to be there. Like I feel mm-hmm. intense guilt if I couldn't be there. And um it just makes me think I was I was telling a story to my boyfriend about a situation with like a it just just a no call, no show in general is obviously always the always freaking worst. But like, I, I just, it's just, there's no other industry that really like can, I don't even want to say scrutinize because it's justified. I feel like scrutinize has a connotation of it being like, Ooh, it's not actually that bad, but like, no, for real, like you are fucking everyone over if you don't yeah. show up. Yeah. And, uh, a situation with like, someone just like calls in sick and then like calls in sick again and mm-hmm. then has like a no call no show and it's like i'm telling someone. this i'm like i'm literally just I've not never had the situation happen to me. <laughs> just kidding. like talking to my boyfriend about it and who's worked in the food industry and is not in it anymore and he was i was like i felt like i was being irrational being like so upset about it and he was like no fuck that are you serious yeah. like that person like you can't be there anymore if you're pulling that shit like right? are you serious yeah. and whereas like my office job i can call and be like the morning of be like hey i'm not gonna make into the office and it's like tight see you tomorrow (laughs) like there's like just no other it's a whole it's just it really comes down to the whole teamwork situation where it's like you 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 fuck everyone over if you're not there right and that responsibility keeps people going like rhett how many times have you called out sick only if i'm like on my deathbed and that's been one or two times in the last 10 years right and i suppose like maybe we're actually in an industry where it is important yeah, that we shouldn't be there while we're sick. sick. Oh, no, but, I know. But, like, don't think I've ever called out sick. And, and like, I've been sent home because I've been on my knees, yeah. like, coughing up blood or whatever. And, like, mm-hmm. that's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah. But, like... No, that's real. Uh, I, I, I don't... Actually, I don't think, remember ever I don't calling think out that sick I've either. Ever. And that's something as someone who works in multiple industries that I've just like come to not only respect, but appreciate about the food industry. It's just like, I, I've never worked as hard as I do being a server mm-hmm. and, or working behind the bar, bartending, bar backing, whatever the situation is. Like I've never had any other job that is paying me that I've worked that hard at. Mm-hmm. And there's still this, like, it's still, the crazy people who may be a dishwasher at a restaurant and it's still like a low paying salary or not salary, but like hourly wage. And it's just insane to me because it's like the most work I've ever seen people do. And the most like passion I've ever seen people put into something that it's like people, I I don't want to say people, but cause there's a lot of people who do respect it and appreciate it. But just like the average person, (laughs) average American, (laughs) like it's just like, Oh fuck you! You shouldn't get fifteen dollars an hour right. or like whatever. Like, I, you, why don't you work? Yeah, they have why don't never, you try and work done in it. the kitchen for a single day and in, see that we will... don't deserve that money? Like, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Oh man, it's just kind of insane to me how like how it is really one of the hardest working industries out there 
that like doesn't get the respect or right. salary or whatever yeah. that <laughs> that yeah. is deserved and, of and, it. And you do have to you do have to rely you rely on your team, and that's yeah. why the it, it's like. Yeah, if somebody calls out, then it's like, oh, well, that means that... Well, also back to the no-call, no-show thing. Like, if that happens, especially in a kitchen, if somebody, you know, works for you long or with you for a long enough time and then, like, straight up does that, then it's like, okay, that make makes me feel even worse because we were a team yes. for the amount of time you've been there. Yes. So you literally not only just actually screwed over everybody else, but more on a personal level, too you screwed us over because now like we were like a team, you know, you're part of my team and you just, you, you can just completely. Do you, do you feel like, uh, having your social circle be entirely your work circle? Is that a problem? No, I think it's a a positive thing in my life. Well, and I think this kind of goes back to the whole teamwork teammate situation is like, any other coworkers I've had in different industries, it's like I've never looked at them in the same light because they've never had to have my back the way that yeah. I've relied on other right. coworkers. And if you yeah. can do that shit, then yes, I want to hang out with you after work yeah, because like I know real. that I can rely on you and I know that you did a good job mm-hmm. and we helped each other. And that doesn't necessarily happen in other industries or other jobs right. and positions. Yeah. So like, it even though like it's kind of like it is kind of crazy that you guys are like best friends you live together you work together sitcom. like i'm not even joking like anyone who tries to steal the sitcom idea from me like <laughs> it, it's going down um, but like it it makes sense i feel like it wouldn't work in any other industry yeah it wouldn't and it wouldn't I and honestly don't feel like it even, would work with any other people even in this True. industry like it doesn't seem like it would work it shouldn't work it shouldn't, <laughs> it shouldn't. work <laughs> I don't know why. No, I should want to kill you all the time. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. The only know, other experience it. I've had that's close to working, like as a team in a restaurant, <coughs> is doing like event stuff. I did that a little bit in college, like for example, like putting on a like a film festival or something. Yeah. And like the day of stress, and this is actually something that you guys mentioned before, like when you're like in that high stress moment, how it still feels kind of good. Yeah. Um. Like that is the rush that you get like with event planning and stuff or like day of event stuff. Like everything's going on. The the time is now like it's on, <laughs> yeah. but that's every day for a kitchen. That's yep. every day for a restaurant. It's not like weeks of planning up to something <laughs> big. It's like every day is the big event. And not just like that doesn't exist in other places. That's wow. like those that beautifully, beautifully said. Yes, yeah. that's, that's absolutely true. And, and when people are like, what, because you know, as I alluded to in the lost tapes, I, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I <love that. laughs> um, it didn't necessarily get into the industry because it was my passion. Mm-hmm. I might have found it in there, but like, God, you just you just find your rhythm and you find a passion once you've been in it. Is that yeah. what you're trying to get at? Yeah, <laughs> and uh, no, I actually just forgot what I was going to say, <laughs> but but. <laughs> But, like, I mean, that's that's kind of my situation, too. Like, I, I never really thought I could fall in love with the food industry. But it wasn't until I saw how much work and how much passion, how much energy goes into it that I was like, this means something. Like, this is so much more than just, you know, getting through your eight-hour day. It's literally you are creating things for other people to consume. You are 
trying to be the source of someone's enjoyment for at least whatever, however long that may be. Maybe yeah, you're a building that moment for them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and you know, like for me, one of my one of my problems when I'm training people is like, especially people who don't have the experiences. Yeah. What I'm what I really would like to emphasize is like every single plate that you make is something that somebody's mm-hmm. eating. Yeah, like somebody came in here. And they might be like and on like, some really big date or something. Yeah, exactly. And if, you know, if, if our ticket times are getting high and we're at like 45 minutes, I'm like, you guys imagine that you're coming into a restaurant yeah. and sitting at a table for 45 minutes mm-hmm. and waiting for your food. Like that you, would suck. You, you would hate you it. You need to be thinking about who you're giving this to. Yeah. And that's about and the so every too. single plate I put together, like I, I actually might take longer to make some things than other people do. But I would like to think that everything I put out is is something it's, that somebody yeah, would like. Yeah, you sell it because that's how that's how it and, should be. <laughs> right. like a lot of people that are coming up and learning and re- don't don't get that. Like you know, we put so much pressure on them to get the food out and keep ticket times low and whatnot. But like they don't have the the knowledge to actually care about the food that somebody's about to be eating. So yeah. they might take shortcuts and make it like less than it could be. It's like, imagine you're the one eating this every time you make a plate. Yeah. You're right. the one that's eating it. And, and, and if anything is below <laughs> your standards, you shouldn't sell it. it. It's funny because, again, maybe we'll refer to the lost tapes. I love but that you called them the lost I, tapes. I'm, like, I'm going to do a whole like little pre-talk, so and I will mention it. So let's just <laughs> go with the terminology. Fantastic. <laughs> lost uh, tapes. Something that I mentioned before, like being the middleman between everything like yes i even though like i might have to be the end for people to complain or whatever it's still that concept like i am here to deliver this food to you i am here to make sure that your experience is good and there is something rewarding in that and like i i've mentioned the lost tapes it's like when someone tells me that a dish was delicious I feel pride in that. And even though I didn't do anything except for bring it to you and put it through the computer, like I'm still so happy that you're having a good experience and that you've cleaned your plate. Yeah. That's why we do it. Yeah. (laughs) If I see a clean plate come back or if anybody comes back and tells me, and I love it when that happens. I mean, I would rather know if they didn't like it also, like just hearing about their experience. I like But if, yeah, you see a clean plate come back and then the server comes back and is like, oh my God, these people like wouldn't shut up about how awesome everything was. And like that fucking make that, that's why that's, yeah. part, that's feeds my passion. Like I have worked there for two years and I am still not sick of the freets, which is like, you can't not get sick of the freets. The motherfucking freets. I know. Yeah, you will like never that's how you know that something is done right. <laughs> that's fair, and that's nice because we we also do it so much that it's like yeah. Sometimes, like if we get a small fee, you know, Throw even like put a little as bit much down. as I do, like I said, like I try to think about like who the experience that I'm creating for the customer. Yeah, but if I get a small free, I'm like it's a small free, whatever. Yeah, but like the like fact three that cents yes, the fact <laughs> that like people also enjoy that a lot and they they still get stoked when i bring it to them and yeah, they're, they're like, like oh, oh my fuck. god <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck. they're like i get a choice of dipping though. sauce <laughs> <laughs> they're like i get more we than have one them all. 
uh-huh. as simple as it may be for you guys in back of the house as like a potato, it can still be such a joy for someone on the floor. Oh yeah, and that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would like everybody that I, <laughs> that we hire and 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 train up to remember is that it, like, again everything is fucking. It, it's something that somebody's gonna eat. Yeah. It's something that somebody's gonna like. They're coming there to have. Yes. Yeah. And when when somebody like, this happens sometimes where people come in and they're like, oh, this isn't on the menu right now. Like a poutine for mm-hmm. brunch. Right. But they're like, oh, we came <coughs> here specifically for the poutine. I'm like, well, I can well, make shit. that happen. Maybe, like yeah. I can do that. If you came here to try that, I can do that for you. Maybe you, not like mid, mid brunch rush. Right. I, <laughs> ideally yeah. not. <laughs> like I said, the most I can do for someone is like make them an old fashioned. But even then, if I can give someone a drink, and they're like, "This is really good," I'm like, "Yes, yes <laughs> because, validation." Oh, because it's worth you it. <laughs> you made that person's day better. That's yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's, totally. That's, yeah. That's more valuable than a lot of things. And, yeah. It still means a lot to to create something for someone and have them <coughs> enjoy it. And it's like it is different than traditional art. You know, it, it is yeah. different than creating a, a painting or a film or whatever because you're actually consuming it. It's not just your eyes. It's like right. your entire body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> experiencing yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just so unique in it and like in that way. And you have to. <laughs> You have to have a lot of skill and a lot of guts and a lot of resilience to be able to be in this industry. But if you can do that and be good at your job as well, like who the fuck else can do that? Like there's, there's, I mean, there's kitchens everywhere, but to be actually successful and like be something that really can prove themselves within their community and be a successful restaurant, like that shit is actually hard. Yeah. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and thank you for saying all and that it's, stuff. It's yeah. very commendable to be able to do that kind of stuff. All right, guys, <laughs> let's do the quick takes. Oh, so normally on a normal episode of Cheers to Beers, mm. this is just hilarious that this podcast is called Cheers to Beers and we're not talking about beer whatsoever. Yeah, um, there hasn't been beer at all. <laughs> I'm into it. I've just been consuming it. Um, <laughs> um, still, still normally counts. what happens in quick takes is I come up with a list of beer-related words and so <laughs> um, it's a word association game that my guest would respond to. Instead, we are turning the tables and... Rhett and Steven have compiled a list of kitchen-related words, and it's not going to be a word association game. I'm just straight up going to try to guess what any of the shit means because I do not know. I know, I know that OE means over easy. I think that might be. <laughs> the, no, you're the absolutely limit. right. It does mean over easy. <laughs> like that's how I write my notes in my in my book. Um, yeah. But. It really is a different world. I mean, I don't know shit about yeah, kitchen life. So, and, in, and you know, the things that we have come up with are are uh, definitely more the the standard um, kitchen terminology or slang because there is so much more aside from this that <laughs> makes no sense to us, let alone everybody else out there. Right? Because you know, some of the things that we talk about just in the kitchen complete like complete nonsense. Are, they're organic and it depends. Yeah, on what it's the, our the, right. And I was going to ask that if like you guys come up with your own specific terminology okay. for yeah. the kitchen every like it's weekly, like, <laughs> like some sort of gibberish, like Ami Tommy two time, which yeah. is like a ridiculous <laughs> thing to say out loud, <laughs> but like Double. it's actually something that we can say and 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 make something. Somebody understands what we're saying. Yeah. Sh- shall we? 
<laughs> Should we? All right, we shall. Fuck, now I'm like in the position that I put other people in it. Yeah. I'm like, God damn. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's just start with uh, all day. That seems like a nice yes. one. Okay, so all day. all day, I just assume that maybe you have at least a few items coming up on the ticket. So you're like biscuits all day i'm like that means you got to put like 10 biscuits in the oven <laughs> right but i mean like how do how do you hear us saying that like you will say <laughs> biscuits all day <laughs> we do say biscuits all day or all day biscuits <laughs> and then i will hear the echo i'll hear like the call back like biscuits all day. and then i'll be like i have no idea what the fuck that means all except right, i you, assume it means a lot of biscuits you said the word, so okay i did say all day so uh with all day i mean all day means on the rail all of our tickets that we have hanging currently uh, is currently everything the summation need. of okay, that item it, on it. everything yeah. that we have and, so and it, it's uh station specific, uh, specific yeah. as well okay. So, okay right so when i when i or like if somebody's like give me an all give day give me an all day yeah that, what that means is what do Remind i have to be have doing right now to, like, oh okay got everything it, got it, got that it. i have to do that you have in front of you cool what is that so okay. all day is the entire rail. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. All day. All day. All right. What's All next? All day. <laughs> All right. What is next? Uh, adding on. Adding on, like in slash walking in. I think oh, those two slash walking together. in. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Walking in, add on. I would think that's like if I were to put through like a chicken and waffles plus an over easy egg, it'd be like over easy add on or like something that's coming on the side of something. Okay. I like that. This is nice because it. <laughs> adding it, on is literally just. What like, this is coming that's, in that right now. brings everyone's oh. this brings everyone's attention to the person who's calling the tickets. Like you say, adding on, then everybody listens right then oh, to okay. what they're gonna say because like you're just like, adding on to what it's, you it's currently like already hearken have going to me, on. everybody in the kitchen. Okay, yeah. so, and would that like, be specific right based on their station? Because everyone needs to listen because sort what you're of. about to say well, might apply to you. Sort of, but if I'm in if, a I've, in a perfect world, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <But> most <laughs> of the time, what we do is break it down. By person or station. Okay, okay. With people that aren't as but, yeah. as good. But, it, but yeah, if if everybody knew what they were doing uh, all the time, you just say adding on and you could say what it is and then everybody would already know what they needed by okay. station. Right. So okay. like this is good because it comes after all day. So let's say I'm calling to everybody, this is what you have all day. Right. And I'll say adding on because I've called the all day. Yeah, so everybody knows, know ideally, is. everybody knows what they're doing. And then I'll say adding on because that specifically says this is in addition, is in addition to what we've we we all day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. What's next? No. What's next? You're up. Uh, echo, which I, I feel like we sort of <laughs> yeah, alluded to echo. earlier. Okay. I'm going to answer this with prior knowledge um, that you may say echo as in you like Roger that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's absolutely yes, that's completely correct. Really really <laughs> like ten four. Yes. Uh, yeah. It, like it, it you understand. Better, it is better in uh, certain circumstances to actually echo back everything that was called to you, but which is like, just essential so that you understand. Right. Like you as a lead line or whoever know that they knows heard that you call okay. it to them. All right. What's next? Uh, on the fly. On the fly. I know this. This is something that like you need right away. Yeah. Like put this ahead of some of the other tickets. That yeah. You have. Even like, though sometimes that's impossible, but we have it to. It is. But like if somebody calls on the fly, that means you should you stop, stop everything that you're doing that and do that. Yeah. 
okay. focus on as doing fast that as, as fast can. as like, possible. Like, I forgot to add a side of something, and yeah. now they're like, where's my bacon? And right. I come running and being like, bacon on the fly. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> if you're like 20 minutes later, you're yeah, like, hey, if, I forgot to ring this in. Or like, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot to ring this in. Next one is SOS, which <laughs> I love because it's a, it's a simple thing. But so I, I'm going to go ahead and just assume that it means emergency. I need something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that is actually literally what it means. It <laughs> but <laughs> which is why in kitchen context. It's why I put it on the list in the first to place. Yeah. But no, on a, on a ticket, <laughs> because I think it's funny when somebody says SOS. What it means is sauce on side. Yeah. Oh. But, so, <laughs> but sauce whenever, on side. whenever somebody rings in like a Benny SOS, I'm like, like Wait, oh, do you fuck. need help? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, someone will actually type in? Yeah, yeah SOS. SOS. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. easier than You don't have to write sauce on side. You just write SOS. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Feel the capitalization But it is funny because right. every time yeah. I see it, fuck I'm just like... Who has time for that? I'm just like, <laughs> Benny, him, help me! <laughs> <laughs> and it's always in caps, so it's like... Oh, <laughs> 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 or it's just sauce on side. Okay, so um, this one... This one, you know this. Everybody you're gonna know this works more in the so because it's, it's front of the house as well. But um, when somebody comes back and is like, "Oh, we have a uh, ten top." Oh, the amount of people that are sitting at right. the table. Yeah. Which most people don't like. No, literally, don't that's an that. only people in the industry thing. Yeah. I I guess I understand that. I guess I never really. Or like, I'm gonna ring in a six top. Is that like? Is that cool? right? Yeah. Like, Coming to the back, being like, just to let you know, there's an eight top yeah. coming through. Right. And lots like, of I don't know why. Through. The yeah. only reason that is I, the terminology. Right, and the only reason that I think that it's specifically to our industry is sometimes I'll come back and be, you know come home and be like, ah, it sucked because we were closing at eleven at eleven at ten fifty. I had a ten top walk in, and they're like, what is what does that mean? Ten top. What does that mean? <laughs> ten people like, came in and wanted to eat. <laughs> I don't, I really, actually, I'm I curious I don't know why now. top is the word. I don't yet. know why either. Is, yeah. You know, 10 top. I, I can't <laughs> think of why that would be a thing. Anyway, the next one. Wait. Oh, that next one's mine? Okay. Yep. Uh, when we say fire or drop. Oh, I assume that means like put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> like fire, fire, you know, a burger. I assume that means like put it on. That's, or like that's drop, spot like on. Yeah, that's put the eggs down on the grill. I'm about to need this shit. Yeah. Eggs on the grill is probably the worst that's thing you guys ridiculous. have ever heard. That's a Nobody has ever said yes. that. <laughs> but in put the eggs on the grill. Put the eggs on the grill. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right though. <laughs> no, you are right. Because okay, fire okay. means, means like get it started. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. And Which on a slower night, you, you actually, might not be calling all days. You're just like fire this it, that's what it you is have funny because we we are trying to we've had this like ongoing conversation with underlings in our kitchen yeah. about like <laughs> Under- he'll say like he'll misuse terms yeah because he'll like hear things we say <laughs> yeah and he'll be like he's trying so hard to use the terminology <laughs> yeah yeah and, and he's yeah. like like bacon like down. dropping bacon, bacon down. down bacon <laughs> dropping and i'm just like, like so does you that mean you're it to me. just it's already like, cooked? I called this to you 15 minutes ago. You're just starting it right now. And yeah. he's like, no, I meant that I'm putting it like, on the plate. Here it is. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, you have to say like something different because I hear over. I hear something. bacon dropping. And I'm like, well, I called that to you all that like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. 
bacon dropping. <laughs> just, just a little side note. Do either of you guys watch Rick and Morty? Yes. yes. I just recently watched did, every episode. Both just. This reminds me. I watched the episode where they have the car engine that's like a cosmos within like the engine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and Morty There's is like. like four, four of them. Oh, do you have the quantum carburetor? And he's like, Morty, you can't just put a science word in a carburetor <laughs> together and make it mean something. <laughs> it reminds yeah. me of like bacon dropping. You can't just put two words together and make it mean something uh, that's real though that's absolutely you can't just put a food word and a physics word together and make it mean <laughs> and make something it in the sound kitchen. like a terminology <laughs> okay. Oh, okay where are we at okay so uh in the weeds or oh. or in the shit yeah you guys are deep in the tickets yeah you, you guys got that lots apply, going that on one applies to both of us how yeah, would you call that like how would that actually form in terms of working on the line uh, if you uh, when you say we're in the weeds that means you're just telling everybody that you as the person, especially the the person who's calling the tickets, if you're like starting to feel like we're fucked right now, like, like we're in the weeds <laughs> or, or, or if what? you're working online by yourself, you're like, I'm in the weeds. That's more of a call for help sometimes. Right, too. right. Like you want somebody to help or jump on with you. But if you are with somebody else, what I've what I found is saying I'm in the weeds is me saying like I need you to like focus. yeah I need you to because help me. Like, okay. There's no there's with nothing some of the things that I'm doing you, too. Yeah. You cannot think about anything else. Yeah. But what we're doing right now because certain stations can be in the weeds. We're when like everybody else the, isn't. Right, or, right. Yeah. Right. So like hey, I I see you're like in the weeds. You're in the weeds so right like, now. What can I do for you? <laughs> yeah. or like whatever. And, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's not even necessarily like something that you're. It could be something that you're calling out, but it could also just be like person to person. Help like, me. Or yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. No, like that's like, the, you know, I don't know if you, if you know, but like there's the look, like I gave it to Lisa when she came in on president's day <laughs> just like, and, and, and like there's the look, like you come in and you see somebody and they're just like, help me. Fucking help Fucking me. Fucking help me. So not, more on the list. We totally yeah. got sidetracked with that. Did you say in that. the weeds or did I? Uh, I think, I think. I think Rhett said it. Yeah. Okay. okay so you're up then. So the next one is the rail. That's, that's the rail so that's just like the place where you put the tickets yeah 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 that's a that's <laughs> the a thing simple above enough where one. you look at yeah <laughs> so yeah also if we say we're getting railed right now that's like you have a ton of shit on there full okay there might be a, a, a trail of tickets on the printer as yeah, well yeah right. like i don't know if you've like, seen, we're like sometimes fully railed <laughs> sometimes yeah our rail is literally the the thing that we put our tickets up yeah but if we're getting railed it's like there'll be this whole it's like full. the thing is full, mm-hmm. and then I'll pull a ticket up off of our Maybe printer, and there's a whole trail of them. Oh, fuck. Like, oh god, oh this is gonna god. be bad. <laughs> it's gonna be a few hours before I see the sun or anything yeah. else <laughs> than just what's going on right here. That's what happens every weekend, though, especially Sundays. Uh, oh, flash it. Flash it? Yeah. That's a good one because that's uh, like that that's something that doesn't actually r- r- translate. Can you use the word in a sentence? Yeah. Flash that. Wait, put chicken. the microphone Gmail say that again. Sorry. You need to uh you need to flash the chicken on the flat top for a second. Uh, like just throw it on to like reheat to to make it a little nice and crispy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can make things crispy on the flat top. Yeah, but but <laughs> flash it. It's but more like heard you say that. It's more like if so, and it can be used for like all kinds of things that we cook. But yeah, um, it's basically if if you need to sell something and you're like, this oh. is probably done, 
but then they give it to you and it's not quite all the way done. So you might even cut it up first and then you flash it on the flat top got it. just to finish cooking it. Right. Or like, okay, we've got a six top. Everything's ready in the window. Yeah. I have a steak that's cooking and it's like not done yeah. enough yet. And so I'm like, go just flash it on the flat top yeah. because okay, you okay. need to like... You could also use steam in, in when or like you're sometimes, flashing it. Sometimes I say like blast it also. Mm-hmm. Like just like blast it on the flat top. Okay. Give it some heat. Like, you know... Just yeah. flash it, flash it, like, just like make uh, it happen faster. Quickly yeah. heat this take, up to take, what I need it to be. Take yes. whatever shortcut right you now. need to make what I need on the plate. Got That's, it. Happen. It kind of is more involved with on the fly out as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> All right. We got more on the list. We, there's two more on okay, the list. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I like ba- that. Bacon separator is the next one on the list. Bacon separator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is. Uh, I'm excited that I got this one. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, chopped bacon. Separated pieces of bacon. No, th- <laughs> yeah, that's you're absolutely right. Okay, so this, <laughs> this, this is like this alludes to a lot of different things. Yeah. But okay, okay. Bacon separator. I would say that 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 comes from the fact that like most places that I've worked at, if we have bacon on the menu, you pre cook it a little bit. Okay. You take it off of your pans that you pre cooked it on, pile it into a like thing. Uh huh. But then sometimes, you know, once it cools, all of the fat congeals and it's really hard to like mm-hmm, right. take the bacon out individually. And <laughs> so what that actually is, is is we'll take newbies like yeah. dishwashers or yeah. people that just like come into the kitchen. And green, I'm like green people <laughs> like as a joke, because it's like ideally, you know, as somebody who has to use this bacon really quickly. I would love if there were such a thing as a bacon separate, yeah. which doesn't there is actually not. exist. That's there not is real. Uh-huh. no such thing okay. as that. But if there's a newbie in the kitchen, I'm like, hey, I need, I need you to go to the dry, I need you to go to the dry storage separator. and get me the bacon separator right now. Right now, <laughs> it's labeled. You can't miss it. Go. <laughs> and they'll like go there for 20 yeah, minutes. Ideally, and they'll around. they'll go try to find it. And that just alludes <laughs> that alludes to the like. Yeah, there's multiple things that that. Like, that people say, like, hey, there's a restaurant across the street. Like, we borrow produce from them sometimes. Uh, I need you to take this bucket and I need you to get me a bucket of steam. Yeah, I need you to go to their restaurant and get a bucket of steam. Or, like, <laughs> and they'll do it because they're new. Yeah, they don't like, know anything. Wait, wait, wait. So, this is just something. It's just fucking with get- people. That's literally what it is. It's like. You're not. You don't know what we're talking about, but you you think that you think you that think that anything like we say thing. is real. So, yes. Like, yes. Go find the moose knuckles in the like <laughs> like refrigerator freezer, or something, and then they spend half an hour trying to do it, and we're just literally, laughing the whole time. I've literally sent people across the street to get a bucket of steam, and they went what? to the restaurant to Take ask for a plastic bucket bag of steam. and fill it up with steam from but like that area. That's, that's a thing in, yeah. in kitchens. Also, it's like well, how many are there? There's like. Uh, drain drain the coffee machine of the hot water. Yeah. <laughs> Get all the hot water or out like, of there. There's I need you endlessly. To take, I need endless. you to take this flour and I need you to chop it. I need you chop to chop this flour. flour. Honestly, if you said that to me with like an authoritative voice, I'd be like, yes, sir. Like, yeah, you fucking right? do it. That's why. That's <laughs> why. I mean, flour. it's 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 fucked up, but it's really funny to see somebody search for so long or actually try to do something that's impossible. Oh my god. <laughs> that's something to chop this flower up. Maybe this is a sub- totally subjective opinion and maybe this might have something to do with my gender as well, but like I feel like the kitchen 
always fucks with people more than front of the house does. Yep. You know, I, I think real. I think that one of the reasons that is is because a lot of us in the kitchen have come up under people who fucked with us. Yeah. Right. So it's like I gotta pay it forward. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, having a big no, brother, but yeah, you, yeah. like they're. <laughs> the person that you're fucking with is going to be somebody else's big brother too. Eventually <laughs> you're like, yeah, right. because it's like I, I had to go through this yeah, yeah. and and now like I'm seeing that like, I get I'm to do this to you. It's like person. hazing without being too rough. Right. It's right. Not, it's not rough and it's not, you know, like it's humiliating. Just, I mean, that's kind of embarrassing trying to ask for steam from another restaurant, but yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> but also it's like, shouldn't you know? Better? Yeah. Like, shouldn't you, that be, like, what, do you, what do you mean? Just use some basic logic. Like, and yeah, like, hey, maybe I can't actually capture a bucket of steam Yeah, physically? but in those moments like, when you're, when somebody happen. asks you and, like you're starting out like you don't fucking no, I know and, and you want to do it you're, you're like, like I need oh, to succeed you know here. what i'm gonna get yeah. so much fucking steam right now like, <laughs> i'm gonna do it <laughs> and they're like i can't do it and we're like well we've been laughing at you for half an hour you know what i love though is is, is that we had done that enough with the restaurant across the street they were like, <laughs> they're they're just like, like totally go. Yeah. <laughs> like, they have a whole bag set up already like, something like you know, that let off steam they were like here put the bucket up to this <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So he brought it back, and he's like, "I, I actually got it some. nothing there." <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> this is not enough steam. <laughs> <laughs> we have to fill our steamer. Go back to the other restaurant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What anyway, was it? That that was that was why I was happy to have. <laughs> what was the last one? Um. Okay. Meased so meased out is the Wait, last one. Say that one again. Meased out. Meased out. Yeah. It's somewhat French. Oh, like mise en scène? Like your your space is fucked up? Your yeah. mise en space is fucked up? Mm, well done well, with the, well, the French, though, because that is what, essentially like mise en place. Where comes out, it, or, yeah, it, it comes from mise en place. Mise en place, there we go. See, my film experience is mise en scène, and then that means like the frame of a anything on film versus mise en would you say mise en, mise en place? Mise en place. Mise en place. Okay, wait. So what does it actually mean? It means, um, so if you try to explain this, when you, somebody gives you a recipe or just when you get to work and you know you're working at a certain station, uh, it's basically gathering everything that you need for the recipe or the night and having oh, okay. it prepared yeah. and ready so that you don't have to do it to order. As Got much. it. Right. Did I say that yeah, yeah, adequately? Essentially meaning that like it's all you're just crept out. You're backing yourself so you can up. Just okay, pull, sure. pull Setting yourself up for so like not for failure. For us, a lot of times, what that means is like we'll have something on the prep list and, uh, like like a stock or a soup or something, and then the next day they'll say, "You need to do the soup." But it's all meased out, meaning yeah. that like we set it up the for vegetables you are all so cut up, easier. the spices okay, are all it. set up. Like you just have to throw it together. The end of the list, that though. was the whole list. Okay, yeah, great. This was the most that. informational that was really fun, segment actually. of quick takes. It was not quick, but I learned <laughs> yeah, a lot. It really wasn't I did, quick. I, yeah. I did learn yeah. a lot, and that's all. That yeah, you could pretty much work in a kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I'm probably gonna have to uh, make you guys retell the story of your guys's meeting because. It was so amazing that I need the same dramatic irony and I need the tension right, that, that existed in the first time of the storytelling. The tension. Yeah, there was, there <laughs> I don't was know. Tension. There was a big reveal at the end that I was not expecting. So I'm just saying. Okay. Well, I will try my best to recreate that then. Me too. Uh, 
<laughs> so, like as far as just us being friends and like, how we like got to be the origin story. Yes, the origin story <laughs> of Rhett and Steven. Yeah, yeah, origin uh, story. <laughs> so wait, I'm just gonna <laughs> go ahead and interrupt you before you wait. start. I just want to get a little background, a little bit more. Okay. Of where you guys grew up and how you guys came to Olympia. That's that's a lot of origin story. Like you uh, don't you can spark notes it if okay. that's still a relevant term to use. Yes, I think it is. I, I I'm familiar mean. enough I with spark that notes <laughs> that I think I can <laughs> do that. Uh, uh, okay, so like well, how you came so, to so Olympia. W- okay. If I were to spark note it, I would say that Rhett is a mountain person. He came from Goldendale. Yep. He, mountain person. He grew up uh, super small town. I'm okay. an ocean person. I grew up on an island. Mm-hmm. True that. Uh, yeah, definitely mountain person. Well said. And uh, hill person. So, yeah, yeah, not yeah, a mountain. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Hill, <laughs> a hill person. A rolling hill person. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of trees. Foot hill too. person. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know. And and I know that Rhett went to culinary school in Portland, and and I went to school school, but hated everything, <laughs> and uh, ended up working in. A kitchen because that was what I just ended up doing, but was good at. And with all of that in mind, uh, I found myself in Olympia, going to Evergreen and uh, working at the Iron Rabbit. And I was there for like a year and a half. And uh, and Rhett, we had a lot of like people that were coming in and out because like people were fired over not having pens on them for their first day yeah it was oh. super stressful and, place and to work like it was really rough okay <laughs> it was a pretty rough place sure uh somehow i managed to be there for a year and a half also 13 i had write-ups 13 write-ups you had 13 yeah. in a place in a place where the rule was three write-ups and you're fired wait, I had 13 wait. what were your write-ups even about <laughs> pretty much the same stuff over and yeah over. always uh being late essentially okay but also like like I'd be drastically late. Like mm-hmm. I'd be opening a brunch shift on Saturday where we were open at 10 and, yeah, 10. but I'd have to be there at eight and I would wake up in my bed at like nine 30 and be like, Oh fuck. Oh, uh, <laughs> but also I was always like down to cover and would like anytime he, yeah. our boss needed me to do anything. I'd be there. So it you may have been late, but you were also flexible. And I was a good, like... Yeah, he was just I was good. <laughs> okay, sure. But anyway, so like a year and a half after I'd worked there, like, Rhett got hired or, like, you know, whatever. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. st- staging or Moved whatever. Moved out of Portland to Olympia. <laughs> staging. You wanted to find that real quick for the listeners? Oh, yeah. Yes. Stage should have been one. Uh, you can uh, take that one. It is a working interview or uh, like a follow work, shift. Yeah, follow shift. Got and it. Free work, essentially. <laughs> Staging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free labor, most definitely. Yeah. Okay. But you know, in a, in a normal interview, you can talk to people as much as you want, and like they can embellish on things, but you're For not sure. going to be able yeah. to see it until they yeah. stash. Okay. So, so that's like a main thing that happens. So anyway, Rhett was hired, and uh, this was right before I was like doing a study abroad in Ecuador for two and a half months, and so. I think Rhett maybe worked for like a week mm-hmm. before before I left. It was and I exactly was like, a week. I was like, I don't know about this guy because, like, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to run my kitchen or like the wheel right now during a, a service, and Rhett's just telling me echo. 
when what I really need is for you to tell me what you heard me say, which then I got all the context afterwards and everything. People may not know in the lost tapes, we discussed what I meant by echo, (laughs) which, yeah, but, uh, I think the funniest part is that you said that you joked with me, even though I was skeptical about you, even as like a hire. I was like, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to work here, even as a this line fucking cook. loser. And then, dirty ginger yeah, yeah, this fucking loser. And, and you were just like, I'm going to, I'm going to be running this kitchen when I, when you get back. You know what? And you I was responded? like, did, what did I say? You said, uh, I would expect nothing less. <laughs> I said that. You said that to that's me. That's crazy because I wasn't even in a position of power. Or anything. I know. Why would You're I like say? you better be or something like that? And I was like, oh damn. Um, but yeah, you were. You said that, and then left for. And then I came back from Ecuador, and you were the fucking kitchen manager. I was fucking <laughs> so running like you were shit. actually running the kitchen, running and I was just like, shit. what the fuck? You know, and it. And, and I, I took a couple of weeks after you got back before I was like, I, I've been waiting to say I told you I would be doing this. When you left. <laughs> like this is not even a <laughs> I'm joke. Serious, I, look, I did it. So was it just because from like your experience from coming? Like you mentioned in the lost tapes, your um, kind of like corporate gigs before. Like, was that just like? You know, I feel like part of it is part of that definitely because the the owner, after working with him for so long, um, I realized like he was he was trying to run his business with a lot of corporate influences because he mm. worked in a lot of corporate right. places before. And that's like what he knows. But this was like eight years in or seven years into mm. him having this one place. And I definitely noticed a lot of um, when you started you know, it influences or whatever. Sure, six years. Um, but, but I like to think that like he was maybe more impressed with the way that I was able to do things a lot faster because he was always about like, we need to get this shit done at this point. I'm sorry. Can, can we go back to tales behind the line? Yes, please. Please tell me another tale. Because I was just reminded of a tale behind the line, which is the the heart attack guy. No, okay. no, that, oh my God. <laughs> that's another tale. <laughs> that is a whole no, don't forget tale the tale you were going to tell. <laughs> uh, no, oh my God, no, tale behind the line that I feel like, like, is one of the things that, like, I still think about all the time. When, when, who was the owner of the restaurant we oh, worked yeah. at, I know what he's about to say. Uh-huh. Yes, he knows what I'm about to say. When, so he was speaking about being like, approaching it from a corporate perspective like he wanted everything to be about consistency and that's so fucking corporate it is so fucking corporate but one night in the it was a i believe it was a friday night Mm -hmm. in the middle of a busy ass friday service he came up and we were in an open kitchen so he came up like on the line and was like I don't remember how it even Probably started. Probably tried to do some shit on the line. Cause that's I don't, I don't remember how it started, but he was just like, eventually he was like, I'm unhappy with the way that everybody else makes things. And From so, the station. yeah, so you all need to stand around you have and to watch wait Steven until the rush make is over. everything on the menu, essentially. Yeah, this wait. was two hours before that actually happened when he said that. Because he was always like about, you know, saving on labor and shit. Yeah. But then... He literally made everybody stay maybe an hour after they would have left just to do this. Wait, real quick. What was this dude's position? He was the, he owner. Was the owner and so, manager. He was the owner and the so GM. So not even yeah. like head chef, someone who no, works no, 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 no. Oh, no, my but God. Like he got <laughs> some of his uh, um, media 
said head chef and owner, but most of he the things he didn't know anything that, about cooking. He'd no. never been like cooking. So, so embarrassingly, he of, did he not know anything about cooking? But but oh but God. just the fact that like he was like, okay, everybody stop and and. Okay, so we were talking about teams earlier and how important like yeah. teamwork is yeah. in a kitchen, and the fact that he would, as a the leader, technically of our team, he would be like, "Everybody, stop what you're doing. Watch Stephen do what he's doing because he does it better than all of you. So you watch and learn from him, and he'll go through and make every dish for you." Yeah, and 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 I was like, "Don't." I don't put I'm that like, shit on me. No, yeah, and he did, and I was just like, uh, "I'm sorry, guys. Like, I yeah, know wow, you now. All, everybody hates me. <laughs> I, know, I know you all know how to do this. Like, I'm just gonna do it because he said so. But like, wow, sorry, guys. And I remember talking to Red, and Red that was, was like, too, man. Somebody's somebody's gonna quit tonight. <laughs> somebody's gonna quit tonight. I, I, after this the is fact, up. I literally was like, guys, please don't leave me right now. Like, I'm sorry that that just happened. I didn't ask for that shit. I, I, I was not like, like just don't just you know leave. what was funny was that like was like i want you all to make things like steven yeah and as i was explaining things i'm like you guys i don't follow the recipe yeah <laughs> i know like i'm not doing i'm not doing what he is telling me to do like doing the reason right why people the reason people like what i'm doing more is because i do it differently better yeah adhering to a recipe god. that's like shitty oh my god that night though i was so anxious i was yeah like, dude. i literally uh, had to have in front of everybody. our whole crew stand around me and they were all watching. fuming too yeah they were all because so like angry and right. i could tell and i knew and i'm just like oh my god that's a nightmare you're right that was a good one it's a good story from the server or whatever but i just hope I just hope, like I, 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 yeah. I put something together and I want it to be amazing, and that's yeah. what I want. Like even if it's something that I put together a hundred thousand times before, I want that plate to be like the plate that's going out to that person. I want them it to eat it to be and enjoy it, and that's every single plate, and that's what I want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's the hardest thing to teach, also. Yeah, for in the sure. kitchen, that's you can't do. You can't get that mindset until you've done it for years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, how does that how does that relate to you guys in terms of, like, how frustrating this industry can be and how much you guys have to sacrifice <sighs> to, <laughs> to do for this and, like, in in terms of the reward? And, and I'm not even talking about, like, basic everyday service. Like, you as a creator, as someone who's, like, cooking food for people you know like how does that connect and how does it make it worth it i know that's kind of a big question but it's like you you also have to assume that there's going to be a lot of people that don't like your shit yeah right? so like you have to assume that there's people that come in and they're like uh this is mediocre right or like and that, that's like it's, it's hard to deal with sometimes when you hear if you hear like nine out of ten people be like this is awesome and then you hear one out of ten people be like this is the worst thing i've ever had in my life then you're just like well i'm gonna take that one yeah (laughs) and like that's then then i I fucked it up if i hear negativity i hold it so more uh in my mind than positivity for sure because i'm like oh fuck so much easier means i've completely failed everything in my life means nothing (laughs) like i need to work harder yeah yeah 
but but then that drives us to be better and mm-hmm. and the thing is also most of the time i think people like what we do <laughs> yeah me too because they wouldn't freaking eat it and this was like the other night oh i was so mad when i this was like a week or so ago when you were sitting at the bar drinking the porchetta people and it just like showed Rhett the ticket because they yeah. wrote a little note on it and they're like this porchetta was so dry like i will Second not be coming back again row. yeah and i was like but bitch, you ate the whole plate. Yeah, you fucking finished everything. It's one thing to complain when you start eating yeah, and like you like, want to return. And even though it's, fix this. Yeah. it's still annoying as fuck, but like that's one thing. It's another thing to just like eat it all and then complain. Yeah. Like, that's not valid. That's that that, not fucking that has, valid. That means something else is going on in your life that yes. you're just like, you got to, you know, dish out some shit somewhere and this is where you're going to do it. It's I'm so frustrating. And it's sucks. like, don't project on <laughs> but that's like just another thing to add on the toughness of this industry is like you have fucking assholes like that who will just be like i'm not coming back to have your food because i had this one bad experience even if it was not your fault and even if it was yeah. just them like not having good taste or like not yep. having a decent palate whatever the situation is it's still like that's tough to have to hear that but then still come back day after day willing to still provide a good meal for someone else yeah you know that's i was thinking about this a little like five minutes ago when this conversation started but one of the the magical things about working in the the kitchen for me is like i can have a really bad day and the next day it doesn't affect me like the day before is completely gone and it's a new day every single day well, granted, there are even, some even some within the same be. day. Like I think that yeah. you can have something happen where somebody's like, say, somebody sends a f- like a a thing that you know you cook perfectly yeah. back, and, and they they're like, like, I know uh, everything yeah, about this everything. Wrong. Like, you don't know how to cook like, eggs. That throws my whole day off. Yeah, but then, you know, like th- you okay, come out of I, th- I think what it might be is that we live for like pleasing people mm-hmm. right and and if if like 15 percent of our day of our like responses be like no oh, this is terrible but then like the rest are like oh this was fucking awesome mm-hmm. then like we win yeah but it's i'm not even like i don't set out with my day to to, to shoot for that but like yeah. hearing that is awesome and yeah. even it, like servers don't tell me that most of the time yeah. i just i see it from the plates <laughs> it, it, if a plate comes back and it's cleared yeah that's we made that awesome fantastic mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah um so this is kind of i'm gonna try to like segue a little bit into the concept of travel which we talked about yes. but was lost and i mean what i was talking about in the lost tapes <laughs> was <laughs> what was that uh maybe when i got into cooking and everything it wasn't it wasn't for my passion i didn't right. have that but that maybe it was ignited a little more when i traveled and i realized that like food because what i'm interested in a lot is people and, and mm-hmm. cultures and everything yeah. and 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 when i got to travel it was like <laughs> Literally, yeah, like you said, like just sit, like you said, (laughs) (laughs) sitting around at a table with people that I can't understand, like linguistically, but like when when we're eating food together that we've all cooked together, it's a shared experience. It's like a language that everybody knows. Exactly, it's a common language. The food is, and 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 
also realizing that it's so connected to culture also you know like if i go to the basque right. country and they're and they're like <laughs> cod dishes and like you know paella or like chorizo and like all these things that are amazing there's and they're so fucking good <laughs> they're so fucking good <laughs> and like they like it's so connected to like their daily life also they're like oh yes i only eat this when i am doing this thing in my life and like yeah like realizing the connection between food and culture i think was was real important like that that i can understand something about a person even if we can't talk to each other because of the fact that that we're enjoying food that we're eating and food like food (laughs) is amazing um yeah yeah, and i kind of just going on to like a personal level as someone who doesn't work in a kitchen but has had good experiences with food and grew up in an area where it was very agriculturally rich and I had great access to local things. It's like it it really is something that transcends any other sort of like human communication. I mean definitely food I I could argue is a form of communication, but like the experience of making and sharing and having it with other people is just like, it's so much greater than anything else. And even though like we may associate like Thanksgiving with like family stress and stuff, if you think about (sighs) the concept of like what Thanksgiving really should be is it really should just be like, I'm making all this food because I love you guys and I want right. you to feel good. And right. like, why do, why do we or, love Thanksgiving? Or come and like, make we don't food with me right. and then we'll yes. eat it together. Because we don't, we don't love Thanksgiving because it's like a commemoration of, of like the pilgrims. Mm-hmm. And right. And the, or no, the fact that it's Turkey. Right. Like <laughs> we love, we love Thanksgiving because it's an occasion for people to get together and, make food and, and we make food. Other. And you know, when we talk about Thanksgiving, say like maybe a month past, the time and we're all like oh how was your thanksgiving and everybody's like oh i had this amazing like cornbread food yeah like yes. the, the cornbread stuffing with sausage or like the, the like my family's <laughs> tried this new thing this last or year like you know was, uh, the yeah. food is the subject and, yes. and, and i think that's why a lot of people are like thanksgiving's my favorite holiday because <laughs> the f- that's one of the holidays where the food is like celebrated. yeah and 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 like but it's different for say everybody too. Say it's if you're like amazing. a happy family and everybody's like gone their own ways but come together for this thing. Right. You all have your own recipes and all these these yeah. things and, mm-hmm. and, and that tr- translates in like a language that is a language that nobody speaks but you eat. <laughs> and like, yes, like and food that's is like a language and it's, it's amazing. It's a mental language. Yeah. Yes. It, it just... So clearly we've been... Uh, talking a lot about how like we feel and and are like (laughs) illuminated by (laughs) yeah the like artistic creation and and the cultural connection that is food Mm -hmm. but also do you feel like whoa am i like interviewing i don't mean (laughs) no please do please take it on go for it do you do you feel like maybe sometimes that if you're working in the industry that it like takes away from that. Like if you're like, I, what I would love to do, what I would love to do is have dinner parties every night and like have all my friends come together and we just cook whatever we want. And it's amazing. And we just share that connection. And then sometimes, sometimes I feel like maybe I'm just on a, on an assembly line 
And yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's that's real. But also, you know, if if you're gonna have um, dinner parties like that, that I feel like if you work in a kitchen, it makes it easier to make something like that happen. Or or we have in the past been like, hey, you know, we're having a party or we're making food for this event or something, and it's like. I feel like it, uh, the fact that we work in this industry, if we do something like that, we're still doing that for fun, but like we do it all the time, but we still are excited to do it for fun. It's just the pad. And what's under this pad? How is it possible that we're a chef and sous chef and also so fucking ridiculous that we, like, if I were listening to us talk, I would be like, why? You guys should fucking do you, shut up. Do you really think talking. you could run a restaurant right now? Are you serious? Yeah. With with one of my eyeballs tied behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I could do that. One of your eyeballs? Like yeah. it was taken out and then put behind no, your back? Tied behind my back. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I'm going to bring this topic back up since it was lost in the Atlantis tapes. It is a shame. Um, Whoa, fuck. The Atlantis, Atlantis tapes. tapes. <laughs> it's I was evolving. trying to think of something that was. I like lost. that even better than the lost <laughs> Atlantis. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna bring up this topic so you guys can discuss while I work on my beer list. I'll but fight you. Um, I'll fist fight you right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Drunchies, you guys. Oh, drunchies. What, you like? you mentioned this before. I'm gonna ask you to repeat. Your drunchies, your drunk munchies. Tater tots. Tachos, actually. Whoa. It's my kryptonite. Wait, wait. Is Tater that... tot nachos. Okay, wait a minute. I think I may need to experience this. You Cause... have never had tachos? No, dude. Tachos? <laughs> That's an actual oh, phrase? Yes. Are you shitting me? <laughs> oh, my God. That's like one of my favorite things to order if they have it on it's, their menu. Okay, it is an actual phrase. It's, but it's literally also just, just tater tots in tater place tots. of tortillas. That's chips. something I can make at home, veganized. Yeah. Yeah. Nachos, for but with cereal, tater tots. Girl. Damn. <laughs> with that dry cereal. Yo. Shit. No, seriously. If, like, if I go to a place that's like... Uh, uh, I don't want to be rude, but divey enough to have tachos on the menu, I'm yeah. going to order that shit. Dive dive is a proud thing, man. I know. That's not even... Like, Whatever. You don't I just wanted to, to say. For that. Like, I'm going to order the fuck out of some tachos. But well, if it... Shit. Otherwise, it's just tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> Burritos, dry cereal. When you say burrito, okay, burritos, okay, can I just mention... I don't think I've actually ever mentioned this on the podcast about number one drenching, and this might just be like a California thing, but it's just like Mexican food in general is like yeah, taquerias are abundant. Awesome. So I'm going to need that shit. But in specific, yeah, Santa Barbara, UCSB, I'm going to give a shout out to Freebirds. That Free shit, birds. a taqueria that was open 24 hours a day in a college town. So like you can imagine the right, shit they uh, dealt right. with. So they but, were busy. Yes. Um, <laughs> so... My whole thing was, are you guys familiar with the phrase, uh, a breeze, uh, a bean, rice, cheese, burrito, Oh no. a breeze. No. no. Okay. <laughs> so now you know. And okay. I would get a Bryce, which is just a bean and rice since I don't eat cheese. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. This so like new other vegetarians might me. get a breeze. I got a Bryce. It was fine. Just douse that shit in salsa and jalapenos. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Whoa. Um, I think maybe maybe I can just wrap it up. I, I feel like I got to everything, and if I didn't get it, 
it's on the lost this, tapes. It's on the lost tapes. So yeah. well, we could do a sorry, part two not sorry. You're not happy. That's true. We could do that. Revisited. <laughs> I feel like we are like such a departure from what you've been doing. It's not, to be honest, it's not too far because the whole goal of this is just to capture a conversation. But really, what all everything I want to do with this is just like have camaraderie is like to have a good conversation and have a good time talking about you know usually it's about beer but in this case it's about food which is just as great any any parting words from you guys i don't fuck brunch (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to necessarily be like give some advice to people but is there like anything else you guys want to kind of say about the industry or like your experiences or like what you recommend to anyone else out there industry is insane and crazy every single day but i love it that's That's all i got it's awesome i keep learning every single day i keep learning new things about food which is like and food and the way it interacts with people and and foods i keep (laughs) learning about people really yeah through that and Great. Okay. Well, thank you guys for being my guests. And thank you for having us. And was, thanks for really doing fun. a re-recording after we lost some footage. You know what? The We're not going to talk about are going to be worth like millions. <laughs> yeah. If, if, anybody, <laughs> if somebody's if, ever able to if dig there, that if you shit can, out. Like, yeah, dig it out and play it. And, like people are going to buy the shit out Someone of Someone come tell me how to use a Zoom recorder because obviously <laughs> I'm an amateur. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry to keep uh, you so long. Don't apologize. Um, How long has it been? When did you? Four and a half hours. I'm here? not really sure, but you know what? That's the it fun of it. It's only two o'clock in the morning it's right now. It's not two o'clock. o'clock. It's, it's twelve o'clock. <laughs> you are looking from the side. I missed the one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, bye.